0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for booking your flight through Study Abroad Airlines. My name is Brittany, and I will be your Study Abroad Advisor. Your phone should be set on podcast mode. Please sit back and enjoy your flight. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Stan State Study Abroad podcast titled Warriors Abroad. I am your host, Lucy Gura, and I am also the Study Abroad Ambassador here on campus. One of the students' recommendations was how has studying abroad impacted lives for this month's podcast. Being abroad definitely makes you grow, experience, and bring back new skills you learn abroad and use them in your daily life. It also benefits many future opportunities, such as some that our special host, Natalie Hutchinson, will talk to us about today. Hi, Natalie. Thank you so much for joining us. Can you give us a little background about yourself?
1: Hi, yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, so background about myself, I'll go back to when I was at Stanislaw. So I completed my studies at Stan in 2016 and I did my bachelor's degree in communications and media studies uh, with a minor in journalism. And then after that, I went on to complete graduate school at American University in Washington, DC. And um, I studied international journalism there. And during that year, I got you know well acquainted with political reporting. Um, it was a momentous year for the nation and for the world with the election that year. So I kind of got like a front road ticket to, to life as a journalist. Um, And after that, I spent some time with the United Nations uh, working with their Department of Public Information, which is now the Department of Global Communications. I don't want to get that wrong in case anybody listens. Um, And I spent a few years working with them as an intern first and then later uh, as an associate producer and a writer, just generating stories about all the humanitarian work that they're doing. And my latest And current role, I am a content producer with National Geographic Society uh, based in DC. So I basically put into layman's terms all of the work that researchers and scientists are doing and all the great stuff that they're doing um, from the comfort of my own home, luckily in California right now. So that is uh, what I've been working on for the last couple months now. And I hope to continue doing for the next uh, few years. We'll see. (laughs)
0: wow that's amazing so you mentioned that you are in davis right now right yes that's really cool um i like how you said that you work for the united nations that's amazing yeah. it's so cool to yeah. know someone that worked there because you know <laughs> pretty amazing company <laughs>
1: It's a great organization and you know it's like no entity is perfect but I think that as an insider I had a really good experience a really solid experience and you go into that type of work wanting to do something for humanity right and um I can say that my time there did that uh, did that justice and it, and I hope that I did it justice in the capacity that I was in which is like producing podcasts for example um writing Producing a little bit of video work like here and there, um, so it was all about conducting interviews and highlighting work that the organization was doing um, and other you know climate climate justice champions or champions of human rights and um, it was really, really rewarding, so I'm, I'm glad that I had the experience
0: yeah, I'm glad it was rewarding and a great experience. <laughs> um did you get to work with anyone like around the world or it was just like in their location
1: um so i was based in new york and since new york is the headquarters we get traffic from all kinds of um, individuals from all over the world we get heads of u.n agencies which are you know the, the various sort of branches of the larger organizations, like UN Women, is one. Um, you know, uh, UNICEF, all of that, and so we get lots of traffic at, at headquarters. And I got to interact with a lot of people that were coming in. I didn't necessarily travel um, externally, um, but you know, ambassadors to states and such, celebrities. Um, I, I I interviewed Ellie Golding at one point. That was really cool. Um, she wow. she's a cli- climate climate uh, warrior um, and also there was this robot <laughs> named Sophia that i think is still considered the most lifelike robot in the world and so i got to interview her which was just really interesting experience um, and a lot of a lot of it was more um, people the people coming in and me having the opportunity to interview them in the building and um, field work and going like abroad on a mission was uh, a long-term goal of mine, and it still might be in the future. We'll just, we'll see if that, if that happens.
0: So you want to go like work in different countries? That's what you're saying?
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, when people think of the UN, like working abroad, a lot, a lot of the times what they're thinking of are the missions. So, uh, and they have a heavy presence in Africa, um, you know, there's some opportunities for that in Eastern Europe, South America, and such. So, I have began some steps to 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 go forward with that and um, basically do communications at the ground level. So, a lot of what I've been doing at headquarters was getting information from our colleagues, like say in Somalia, and they're working on the ground, um, seeing what's unfolding in front of them, and then I would turn that into um you know a compelling story and support it with data of course or like interview them about what's going on on the ground right and so for me the future of going into mission work would be getting that experience myself and getting to tell the story firsthand
0: so, yeah
1: yeah to be continued that's, we'll see
0: <laughs> that's amazing you are such a great human I love that for uh, you. keep going into your dreams you will accomplish so much
1: oh no thank you
0: <laughs> so um where did you study abroad going back to when you were in CSU Stan
1: CSU Stan yeah I studied abroad in Viterbo Italy so about an hour from Rome uh in the summer of 2016 and I did it through USAC and um uh, why I chose Viterbo um so I think I was looking for a place that that wasn't in a in a necessarily an urban area, something quieter, somewhere that maybe the locals you know didn't necessarily speak English, so I would be kind of forced to hopefully learn the language, um, which worked out for those three three months, and then it's kind of like gone. So when you come back from studying abroad, you shouldn't practice the language. Um, and I also was looking for something like I feel like USAC had great. Um, great course availability and whatever was available for v specifically was really useful for my major. So I wanted to do, explore the idea of travel writing, travel photography and history and art. And um, this program was like all of those things. So I just thought this was the perfect mix and... Obviously, the food, too, was, like, a big idea of mine. I'm, like, I am all about the gelato and the pasta. Please send me there. So that was, like, really enticing. And I think Italy is, like, fairly central, and Viterbo is central within that. So it was nice to be somewhere that I could, you know, it it was a nice stopping point or a a nice um, home base to sort of branch off to to different countries and different places around Italy really easily. So, right. um, that was like my motivation really.
0: Did you enjoy studying abroad even though it was only for like three weeks?
1: Oh no it was for like three or four months it was pretty long I did two sessions I don't know if I mentioned.
0: Oh okay yeah I think you only said (laughs) summer that's how I was like oh I think you only went for like three weeks.
1: No no oh no I did both sessions I would have stayed an entire year my goodness but um I did it. For the entire summer, uh, for two sessions, and yeah, I I enjoyed it so much. It was like I still speak to it like all the time about how important it was and cultivating where I'm at now, and in ways that I couldn't have imagined. Like I thought it was going to do some things for me, like language acquisition, or you know, seeing the world and having an experience to write abroad, and as a journalist, that was really important to me. there were other things too that completely surprised me like the people that i met and what they taught me and like uh (laughs) the shenanigans we would get into because we didn't like look at the bus schedule and then you would end up like i don't know if i'm allowed to recommend this but we were like hitchhiking (laughs) back to like our apartment and all and you just kind of like learn what you're made of right and you learn to go with the flow so that I think was the biggest lesson and the most enjoyable part of studying abroad was just learning to relax and let go and not try to be so in control of everything. And right. Yeah, it was it was amazing. It was wonderful.
0: Yeah. Um, I agree with you. I feel like you definitely do learn a lot and not just like like you know how different it is the country, but like I don't know, because I went to study abroad last winter actually. And I did Spain and I feel like you learned so much with your experiences and like, I don't know, I feel like I did a lot of things wrong, but I definitely did um, learn a lot from them. And like now, if I ever go back, I'll have like really good knowledge of how to handle things that I didn't know when I was here. So,
1: (laughs) right. And yeah and else you, are you gonna know unless you go, right?
0: right? I feel like it always you can always come back with like a lot of things that you can use now. Um, yeah, so when you came back, were you still in school, or were you already like about to graduate or
1: I had uh, I came back in the summer, so I came back for the fall. Of 2015, so I would have been completing my last year of college. Um, at that point, yes, yeah, so I had one year left in San Cruz.
0: Okay, that's cool. And then after you mentioned that you attended um, Washington to do your grad school, right?
1: Yeah, I graduated summer um of 2016 from Stan and then I went straight to uh, American University in DC for a one year master's intensive um, in international journalism and that was that was intense and and good and, and a whole other learning experience that helped me figure out what kind of journalism I wanted to do because I mean anyone anyone who's in touch with the communications field knows that a lot of us choose communications because it's broad but then you have to go within communications and say like Am I doing strategic or am I doing journalism? Am I doing interpersonal? What am I doing? And then once you narrow it down to journalism, you have to figure out what your medium is that you know you can. That's your language. And so grad school really helped me define the fact that you know I really I really had a love for visual communication. I really loved video. Um, I was really excited about the possibilities for podcasting and like short form media too. All the social media like journalism that that was really like at its peak when I was going into grad school and people were still kind of learning about it but it was just like there was this canon to be unleashed right and um so I was curious about all those things and grad school helped me sort of explore the different tools in the journalism field um before I went out into the world and got to work
0: yeah well I'm glad grad school helped you a lot to find what you want to do and what you're doing now um so did your experience um like when you studied abroad did it impact your life path like your like career life right now and how
1: yeah absolutely it um it always stands out to me the fact that i i mean one one thing that a personal thing that i really took away from it was being able to be a lot more flexible and, and adaptable in situations, because I I thought I was pretty adaptable, and then I got to Italy, and I was like, wow, they have a whole different concept of time here, like, I need to be more patient when I'm ordering my coffee, I remember trying to get to class, I'm like, you know, here, it's like, we'll, we'll show up at a coffee joint, we'll get our cappuccino to go, and then, like, it's a pretty speedy, capitalistic process, but in Italy, it was like, the elderly woman that lived downstairs for me would go to the same cafe in the morning and she would just like be chatting with the barista. And I'm like looking, like staring, thinking, are we going to get a move on here? <laughs> like, I just want to go. And I had to really stop myself and like ask, you know, these questions of like, but why am I so impatient? Like, why, why do I feel this way? And realize like, you know, they have a different concept of, of time, um, and this is their moment to sort of engage. And I shouldn't want to take that away from anyone, right? There's like this really genuine sort of um, interaction taking place. So I think one thing, one practical thing, I guess that I really took away was trying to be more adaptable and understanding, um, and and not so in a rush all the time. And I mean. I still kind of do that now that I'm back in the U.S. for a while now as my home base. But that was helpful. And like I said, I think in terms of adaptation, too, it's like learning to roll with the punches. I think the best things that happened to me in Italy were completely unexpected. Like I went into it with like my itinerary. I was like, okay, this weekend I'm going to go to Switzerland. This next weekend, like virtually every weekend was like planned out. and then I met people and they were like oh but have you heard of this place in Croatia or like have you heard about you know Chamonix France and I really had it and I let people educate me too and and show me the magic that there was and and let myself be surprised and so that was hugely important I think and and it's been applicable in my career just to be good listener I think and and realize that people have a lot to offer you um if you just kind of like stop trying to be so in control of everything um and you know I guess I should speak to the classes too (laughs) like they were helpful you are studying abroad right like I I think that it's important to choose classes that you're going to enjoy when you're taking a program you know look at look at it and and I would encourage people too to to work with their counselors or um, their departments on campus because I I really um, was pleasantly surprised at uh, you know some of the flexibility. I know it's not always the case, but I I wanted to take travel photography courses and that wasn't necessarily part of our campus curriculum, right? But if it was going to help me with storytelling and I was able to justify it, then they were going to sign off on it, which was exactly what happened so I think take you know taking classes that you wouldn't be able to, to take in the states right or with your school is super important to take advantage of and and that's something that I also have been able to use um through my career all of the the courses I took there so um yeah I learned a lot I learned I could go on and on about it but it's it's something that I think everyone should definitely do. Um, and yeah. whatever obstacles, you know, you think are in front of you, I would just really implore people to try to get over them. I know it's hard sometimes, but I hope that, that people see that there are resources. And I remember when I was a student ambassador, like one of the biggest things people came with understandably were financial worries, you know, And um, and I was one of those people. I just didn't think it would be possible. But you know, just explore those resources, get those scholarships, and, and do it. It's totally worth it.
0: Right. I feel like yeah. um, it's so common that people are always scared to ask questions or just go up to someone and like, you know, ask them anything about anything. Um, but I think it's yeah. great that like everyone should ask questions and like if they have any concerns, they should be answered because there is resources out there that could help them be answered but yeah yeah, definitely some people are more um like oh i'm just not gonna do it because i don't want to ask questions but like it's not bad to be afraid but you know just go out there and do what you gotta do and you will find an answer but i also do agree with you and like the the thing you mentioned about like taking courses that you never expected of taking because um, when I was in Spain I took this culture class and I feel like it was the perfect class to take over there because here they also offer it but I felt like because I was going to be in Spain I was going to be able to see everything like in person and it was literally what happened like every time I would enjoy so much going to class and like learn all about it because when I would end with class, I would go out and like see everything the teacher would say in class. And I was just, right. I loved it. So I do also recommend students to take courses they never thought they would take mm-hmm. abroad.
1: Yeah, that, that's a great point. Like, yeah, you're actually directly applying and able to see the history that they're speaking to you about. And we live in such a new country that sometimes you know, taking a world history course or like being so far from the culture, it's, it's hard to absorb it, but it's nice to be like, Oh, you know, directly applicable. Like, we just talked about this, so right? Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. great.
0: Um, so do you regret anything from studying abroad that has impacted you now?
1: Regret, regret anything? Um, I that's really hard. I really tend to say no, but uh. I think I, I would, I would have softened my, my tendency to, to sort of want to control all of my plans for sure. Um, but I think it was actually studying abroad that allowed me to learn that I want, I needed to do that. So I don't, I don't regret that at all. Um, I don't know, maybe I could have like eaten more gelato or something. <laughs> because I was, <laughs> I was really trying to like watch myself, like as if, Italy, you know, is any place to try to form some sort of healthy, you know, eating habit that so I should have probably just like let go and done whatever I wanted. Um, there's, yeah, uh, no regrets at all. None. None. <laughs> no, yeah,
0: I definitely feel you on the food. Um, there's so much delicious food and sometimes it's not the healthiest, but I mean, you only live once. I feel like just go for it and eat all you want gelato is so good i'm um, so happy yeah. I had a in spain
1: <laughs> you had gelato in spain too yeah, yeah. Really i don't know it if it trickles the same, over
0: but it was really good i literally totally. want to go every day because where i live there was like a little
1: shop like two minute walk for me so oh, advantage man. of it <laughs> oh so good i know we had this um this place called Spaghetti, like I don't know, five blocks walking from our place. Cause you know, you walk everywhere. And yeah. There, it had like 300 plus types of pasta.
0: Wow, It was
1: insane. And so I was over there like trying to, you know, eat clean. What a joke. And <laughs> we just ended up going there all the time. And it was where we would congregate and it was fun. I mean, but the other side is like, if you are interested in fitness or following, you know, Staying true to yourself, right, while you're abroad. Like I'm not discouraging people from that. The funny part is that, like, I found someone, a friend of mine that I made over there, another uh, study ab- abroad um, friend, and she was also like, "We should find like a Zumba class or something," which isn't something that most of like the, the people in our cohort were doing. So yeah. we actually got a chance to go to a gym class and and the, and the dance class like in italy and experience that side of things which was something a lot of people you know didn't didn't see right and okay. um that was that was pretty fun it didn't really do anything still came back like 15 pounds heavier and that's <laughs> <I do. laughs> but we we had a good time no yeah i feel like it's
0: good to have time to work out when like you go for a year or a semester but like i feel like for me It was only three weeks. So I just wanted to enjoy and like visit every place and, you know, look at everything instead of, I didn't think of working out. And I feel like since you walk everywhere, I feel like you're always working out. Like, I love that because you just walk everywhere and it's so amazing to just walk and feel the fresh air and you're also working out at the same time.
1: Right. It's definitely more walking than we do here, right? So yeah,
0: definitely. (laughs) extra. um going back to regrets I feel like something I do regret is um planning on time and make sure to like ask a lot of questions because um I didn't ask a bunch of questions about like my flight and that's very messed up a lot and I was stuck Mm -hmm. in the airport for like a whole day (laughs) didn't like that and since it was like my first time buying an international flight I had no idea what I was doing so I definitely recommend asking questions and don't be afraid like you're not gonna sound dumb or anything we all get it it's your first time most likely so yeah that's something I really recommend to students if they attend um, studying abroad but yeah that's like the only thing I would regret definitely
1: yeah you can never ask enough questions I think it's probably a good policy
0: yeah um so do you recommend studying abroad
1: yes 100 uh, percent. definitely do it find a way to do it you know even the three weeks is like it could be life-altering right you never know who you're gonna meet or what experience you're gonna have and where that might take you um there's I, I I'm trying to think of like the specifics of how being there shaped, you know, where I am or where I wanted to head. And honestly, I mean, one thing that happened, right. That, and this is, this, this is going to be different for everyone, but I think it, it speaks to how you end up in these sort of unexpected situations. Like I went to visit a couple of friends in Switzerland one weekend, because that's, that's what you do when you live in Italy. And, um, they were touring me around Geneva and this was again like 2015 right so pre-career I'm still at Santa Claus and everything and I didn't really know what I was going to do with my life to be honest I um I had a really hard time taking a major I was really claustrophobic about it and communications for me was just fascinating and enjoyable and broad and so I was in Geneva and my friends. Uh, you know graciously turned me around and, and we got to like this massive building and it was beautiful and there were all the international flags like and I'm like is this what is you know I I had no idea that the UN had massive headquarters in Geneva and the UN wasn't even on my mind at this point and so I'm like standing there and like thinking to myself like what does this organization like really do and maybe I have a place here and I'm like researching while I'm there and talking about it you know with some friends and my my family and um and I was like I just want to like go back there and take a photo because I Mm -hmm. think this is somewhere I want to work one day and so I just stood I remember standing there and my friend took a picture of me and I like you know posted to Instagram and I was like I'll be back haha you know doing my little like manifestation thing or something yeah and I kind of you know I came back and When I came back from studying abroad and then I started working as the student ambassador, um, you know, your job at the office and thinking more about that moment. And that's actually during that time is when I applied to my internship with the UN. Um, You know, I was in Turlock and I was applying for a job in New York. I really didn't think that there was gonna be a possibility for me, especially not even completing college yet. uh, and I didn't hear back for a year, but I, I did once I had just moved to Washington, D.C. to start grad school. And that's when I went through the interview process and got offered the, the internship. And, um, you know, all of this to say that, like, it wasn't something that was on my radar and it made a tremendous difference in, in my career, definitely, but just like my life experience. I'd never wanted to live in New York Um, and I got that experience because of you know the internship which you know was sparked by my little Switzerland adventure and and the things that people showed me so um, I guess it's just all to kind of say that (laughs) you never know what's going to happen and how it how it could have a domino effect um, on your life and and I always Go back to my time at Stan and my study abroad experience, and I reflect on it so fondly because of that. So, um, do it by all means, do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, like you said, you never know. Like you were literally in Switzerland, just studying abroad, enjoying your trip, and then out of nowhere, like this happened to you. And like you said, it's you never know, and it's a small world, and anything could happen. So yeah
1: yeah I it it is and you kind of just have to let it let it happen to you I guess and also being mindful like I don't one of the I guess one of the other things that I learned too that I think is good for for us to recognize is like I think studying abroad is 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 about us and like we look at it as this opportunity and it's like what can I get from this and you know you're going to a new place and and the whole reason you're going is so that you can hopefully grow and learn something and become a better person i don't know but i think i also saw how you you become an ambassador to your country or your university you know your culture when you're there it's not just about what you're picking up but it's also like you affect the energy in the room right so I think it made me really mindful of that, especially seeing how much, you know, the rest of other nations really look at our country and and realizing that that all eyes are on us. So yeah, just something to be mindful of and a nice little nugget that I got from (laughs) from going abroad.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. And it's pretty cool that you got to experience that. So yeah. Well, thank you, Natalie, for coming in today and talking about all this with us. It was great having you here and thank you.
1: Of course, thank you for having me. It was so nice to speak with you.
0: Natalie, thank you so much for taking time of your busy schedule to join us and letting us share your experience. I hope listeners who are planning to study abroad or people who love to travel learn something today and are inspired to travel somewhere. If you are interested in learning more about how to study abroad with Stan State, please go to our website at eie.csustan.edu or follow us on Instagram at stanstatestudyabroad. Thank you for flying with Study Abroad Airlines. We hope you enjoyed your flight. If you have a connecting flight, you can find them at eie.csustan.edu slash study abroad or email us at study underscore abroad at csustan.edu